Wish TV is proud to honor teachers in Central Indiana. She is an inspiration to all of us. He's always smiling. Who go above and beyond. He's done so many things for so many people. He's inspirational. Making a difference. He's always taught me to believe in myself and never get down on myself. Everybody's biggest cheerleader. And deserving of recognition for their outstanding efforts in education. I love the people that I work with. And, and to know that I've made an impact on somebody's life is <laughs> truly a great honor. It's an honor. I love what I do, and the kids are the ones who make it work. I'm like just so taken aback because I love them so much. The fact that, you know, they love me just as much just means a lot. <laughs> Sorry, you're going to have to cut that part out. <laughs> and you are our winner. Oh, thank you so much. From Wish TV and the All Indiana Podcast Network, this is the Golden Apple Awards Podcast. Hannah Mordeaux here. Welcome to the Golden Apple Podcast. We're extending our conversation after a really wonderful surprise. This month's winner is Mr. Damon Higdon. You may remember he goes by DJ. He is really well known in Shelby County. He went from a track star to a star teacher. In fact, this is his first year teaching, but he's been in the district for quite some time. He grew up there. The surprise was a bit hectic. He actually stopped out uh, to get some coffee, so we almost missed him. It all happened really fast, and we thought we'd get to know him a little bit better. So I brought him back onto the podcast. Every business is unique and has a target audience. If you own or manage a business, Circulus Digital Media can help you connect and grow your customer base with turnkey digital solutions that are nimble, offering best-in-class results, service, and support to reach a bigger customer base, allowing you to pinpoint a specific audience down to the smallest details. Get outside the city, the state, span the globe. Put Circulus Digital Media to work for you. Get started now at CirculusDigital.com. That's CirculusDigital.com. Hey, DJ, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks, it was good to have me. Thank you. So we just aired this story uh, literally about two hours ago. How are you feeling? Did you see it? What are people saying? Yeah, I watched it this morning. It was really nice. You guys did a wonderful job. Like you covered everything, you, you presented the school well, you presented the classroom well. The kids are really excited about it. So I appreciate all the work you guys put into it. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Well, you certainly deserve it. But we didn't get to really get to know you because we kind of, you know, put you on the spot. So um, to learn a little bit more about you, you grew up there, went to that high school. Um, How did you get into teaching? Um, So for me, it was kind of a little bit of a different journey, I suppose. So after I graduated, my mom worked at the elementary, actually. And she was good friends with the principal who worked there. And the principal was like, hey, we got this part-time position open. I think you'd be good at it. It's something to think about because uh, I was taking a gap year off of college to kind of figure out what I wanted to do. So um, I started, I took that part-time job. I worked there. And then um, after working there for about a year, I joined college the next year. And I was, I was still like, ah, I think I want to try the medical field. Radiation therapy seems interesting. Mm-hmm. So I worked at the elementary part-time. Then I went to school full-time um, pursuing that degree. I did that for about two years. Then two years in, I was like, I think I made the wrong choice. I don't think yeah. this is what I need to be doing. I kind of enjoy what I do at the school a little bit more than what I'm getting ready to jump into here. So I switched gears, took another year off, and then I came back and pursued my degree in elementary education. That's amazing. Are you happy with the choice? Yeah, I enjoy the choice. Yeah, I'm glad I made the choice. It has put you in an interesting path of being with your students since kindergarten. The kids were like, yeah, we know him. It is exciting to get to go to sixth grade and have him as our teacher. This is your first year teaching, technically. How's it been going so far? Um, you definitely learn a lot the first time in the classroom. Like I've, I've been in uh, education for a while now, but the first time leading a classroom, it's, totally, it's a totally different ballgame. 
So I've definitely learned a lot. I've enjoyed the journey so far. Um, I've kind of learned a lot from those around me, kind of relied on them kind of heavily. So looking forward to what the future holds and like continue to get better. Doing the Golden Apple, I've talked to teachers, some who are new and some who have been doing this for 30 years. And they say the first few years of teaching can be really hard and we need more teachers. What advice would you give maybe other people that are thinking about going into teaching? Um, Because I know it is hard. Yeah. I say my biggest piece of advice was like, if you have that passion for it and you enjoy it, just don't be too hard on yourself. Just give yourself grace to learn and go along and go through the whole process. Um, The other thing is like try to fight that discouragement piece. Don't be afraid to rely on everyone around you for a little bit of help or support, especially when it comes to like the first year of instruction, like teaching kids, especially making sure you differentiate your instruction to reach everybody. Like don't be afraid to reach out to people who've done it and done it successfully and learn from them and kind of adapt that to fit your style and what you want to achieve in your classroom. It was interesting talking to your sixth graders and to your students, the older students that you teach and or coach and track. And they said that they loved how you were kind of their friend, but you also were serious when you needed to be, but you kind of got down on their level. Have you found that that is something that really works? Uh, for me, I think that's a hallmark to the way I approach it. Um, I know everyone's different. So everyone's philosophies are going to differ and everyone's approaches be different. But for me, finding that mutual respect piece, that's huge um, because I feel like you kind of have to earn the respect from the students. It, it can't be like the old school mentality is kind of like just it, it was expected. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think I think in today's day and age, you got to have a mindset to earn a little bit of mutual respect and show that. Um, I don't know. Show that two way street of respect, I suppose, a good way to say it. I completely agree. Do you think coaching track first help you find that when it came to teaching? I do think so. Yeah. Because like uh, Mr. Stockman said it perfectly. Um, I, I try to like meld the two together and like bring it, aspects of the two in, e- in each region or each area. So for me, coming from a coach's perspective and pr- coaching primarily high school kids, I, I do think help with the transition into the middle school because it's, it's a little bit different than the elementary. Where's that passion come from to be a, a track coach too and a teacher? I don't know. I, I just, I love the sport. Um, I've, I've been involved with track since I was a kid. Um, so that, that, that that's where that passion came from. I started as a throws coach. Then I became a head boys coach last year here at Waldron. And I don't know, just I really enjoy the sport and I really enjoy coaching. And then a few years back, I got the opportunity to take over the cross country program, which for me was new because I wasn't a runner before I took it over. But I'm going into my seventh year of that now. And like, I love it. It's, it's, it's enjoyable. Um, I'm actually becoming a runner too. So I, I do a lot of running with the kids now. Um, so that's been a bigger journey, I think, because going from someone who was not necessarily a runner, who was kind of a bigger guy to being able to go out and run with them for the most part has been enjoyable. So as far as where the passion comes from, I don't know. It's just fun. I think fun is a huge part of it. It sounds like you have fun doing that job and as a teacher. Um, do you think that that's something other teachers should take to heart if they're feeling discouraged, maybe find the fun in what they do. Yeah, I think that's crucial because like there's a lot of good days in education, but there is some like days where you're just like mentally exhausted. You know, it just comes with the territory, any job. So just finding that joy in the process and like, like I said, giving yourself that grace and finding the fun, I think is critical if you're going to stick with it and like really love your job. Mm -hmm. Finding the fun. I do want to, 
mentioned that everybody thought your beard was so fun and the kids <laughs> mentioned it in the class too. So I had to ask you, I noticed you had the beard in high school as well. Is that kind of your thing or is there a story around that? Not really. I, I, I think it's become kind of a trademark. <laughs> yeah. One of my old coworkers actually made me this cup that says like respect the beard. It's got like my beard silhouette on it. So that's kind of cool. So it's, it's becoming a thing, but I don't know. I just, I gr I was able to grow a beard early and I just had one forever. <laughs> Just honed it in. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. Well, we respect it. Um, your kids, they were so much fun when we came to video in the class. I'm sure they were very surprised. What did they all say after we left? They were stoked. Like you guys made their week, I think probably made their month. They were talking about it for the next three days. It, it was oh, exciting for them. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, we love to hear that. Um, I think sixth grade is an interesting age. They're really yeah. becoming themselves and, you know, heading off to high school soon. What do you think parents should know about kids, especially about that age of kids? How, how could parents better connect? Well, that's a good question. So I'm still kind of learning the middle school and the sixth grade ropes, but I would say just kind of giving them a little bit of room to find out who they are would be the kind of the biggest thing, because that's a big hallmark at this age. They're like kind of that in-between phase um, between being elementary kids and then being middle schoolers and ultimately high schoolers. So it's give them a little bit of flexibility to figure out like wh which path they want to take and kind of like, I don't know, figure out their interests. Maybe I know that's probably not the best answer, but <laughs> no, it's a good answer. I mean, middle school to me is a scary age. I have very little kids, but I can tell yeah. You know, a parent, we're all, we too are wondering, what do we do? How do we handle yeah. this? Um, from a teacher's perspective, how can parents best help teachers? That's one thing I've been fortunate with uh, in my first year here is I've got an awesome group of parents and they're very supportive. They reach out. If they have any questions about anything, they don't hesitate to send me an email. But I think the biggest thing is just open up line of communication. Like just be like, talk to your, talk to your child's teacher and then, um, as far as teachers go, reciprocate that. Just keep that uh, kind of think of it as a partnership or a team rather than like two different groups, if that makes any sense. So the more you can unify and work together towards a common goal, uh, I think would better benefit everybody in the process. I think so too. Waldron's home for you. You went to school there and I asked you a little bit in this story, but if you can expand on it now, what does it mean to be teaching at home where you went to school? Yeah, it's kind of unique, like I said, because um, it's, it's a smaller school, it's a smaller community, so you kind of get to know everybody. And then I've been here long enough. I'm on like sometimes third generations of students already. Wow. Um, so like some kids I coached in high school, now I'm either teaching or coaching their younger siblings. So that's a very unique opportunity. And I, I don't know, I just I love this place. I love the community. So it's kind of cool. And then it's another unique aspect is my classroom currently is one that I was in in sixth grade. So getting it, yeah. So this was my sixth grade classroom when I was here. So um, kind of seeing things come full circle is kind of cool. That's got to be surreal as you're up there teaching or that first day you walked in. What did that feel like? When I was sitting at my classroom this summer, I was like, oh, man, this was this was Mrs. Brown's classroom. This, <laughs> this is this is different. Like, so, I, I mean, I put my own spin on the space and everything, but I was thinking like, oh, this was there. This was over there. This is how she did it. So, yeah, pulling on some inspiration from that, too. But. And you mentioned your mom at the elementary school. Is she a teacher too? Uh, no, she was actually the school secretary for a long time. But in the district also. Yep. I think that's pretty neat that um, it's such a home for you and the fact that you're in your classroom now. A lot of your students said that you also make 
the class really fun. You do a lot of games. They were trying to explain it to me, but I couldn't understand <laughs> the technology. But they said you do yeah. a lot of games. Do you think that helps keep kids in, engaged is um, find a way to make it fun? I do. These days, that's one thing that I've been working really hard on how to make the content more engaging. Because like I teach math primarily, then I also teach social studies for sixth grade. Um, in addition to computer science, computer science is a little bit easier to make fun because there's a lot more variability. But traditionally, math and social studies are those boring concepts that, that no one really looks forward to. So finding ways to make that more engaging, more challenging and being fun at the same time has been a like major goal of mine. And I'm still learning along those li- along that path and try to figure that out. But um, my co-teacher, Miss Mickler, she's also one of my mentor teachers. She is wonderful with that. She integrates games phenomenally. So I've kind of taken a lot of advice from her and like the progress I've made from the beginning of the year to now in that regards is largely due to like her help and her guidance on that. It sounds like that teachers helping each other and guiding each other is is what creates then another new successful generation of teachers. I mean, I'm not a teacher myself, but it just seems that way from talking to so many of you. Is that the case? Oh, without a doubt. Because like, I think... Between my the elementary teachers I've worked with for years and then the high school teachers and middle school teachers I'm getting to know now, I think I've relied on them probably more than ever this first year, just asking advice, asking how they would approach this thing when it comes to instruction, like if they have any different materials or different ways of teaching it, that would make more sense. So I think I've had more one-on-one conversations with peers and my co-teachers, mentor teachers now than I ever have. What's the future hold for you? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, My future right now, just looking ahead to finishing this year, uh, starting the next semester strong, kind of learning from the first semester, taking some of the data points that I've uh, accrued from the last group of assessments and just like changing things up a little bit to kind of meet some needs, to meet kids where they're at and challenge some kids. And then as far as like coaching goes, same thing applies. Just keep continuing to grow and keep pushing everybody and pushing myself to get better. I think that's a great goal. Before I let you go, I do want to ask, since you were grabbing coffee and we snuck into your room during the surprise, what were you thinking in that moment when you saw all of us and your family there? Well, at first I was, I came out of the coffee room. I had my coffees, I had my coffee and I, I looked in, I saw my dad, my brother, my aunt walking in my classroom. I was like, am, am I hallucinating <laughs> right now? Like what's going on? Because my aunt lives in Indy. Then I was like, I don't know. I, I was just sitting there. I, I stopped outside the coffee room for a minute. I paused and I was like, Something's up. So <laughs> I, I heard a lot of talking. So I walked in and I saw the cameras and I was like, whoa, okay. Oh, what going is happening? Yeah. I, it was a bit of a scramble because they they were like, he's he's getting coffee. And I had to make a split second. I'm like, we're going in the class. <laughs> no, I, I think that worked out great. Cause like I, when I watched the video today, I, I kind of saw my face and my reaction. I was like, yeah, that's that's how I felt in the moment. I was like, what's going on here? But it was it was a great one of the best surprises I've had. So I do appreciate you guys coming down and helping out and like doing all this work. Well, I'm glad to hear that and we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So beard mystery solved, and we cannot wait to see what lies ahead for Mr. Higdon. I'm Hannah Mordo from Wish TV. Every month we take in your nominations for amazing teachers here in central Indiana who make such a crucial difference in our children's lives. And we want to know if you have a teacher you want recognized, please tell us their story. We encourage students, parents, colleagues, 
anyone to nominate a teacher for their outstanding efforts in education. You can get all of the details and nominate someone right now at wishtv.com slash goldenapple. Be sure to watch every month and listen here on the All Indiana Podcast Network. The Wish TV Golden Apple Awards Podcast. Nominate a teacher and learn more at wishtv.com now. Be sure to follow and subscribe to this podcast and discover even more great podcasts now on the All Indiana Podcast Network at allindianapodcastnetwork.com.